Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Growing Social Now. I'm Barbara Rosgoni. I'm so happy to see you, and I would encourage you to subscribe wherever you like to listen to your podcast. Today, I have with me a very exciting guest, and my guest name is Stel Valavanis. And Stel is a security expert. Let me tell you a little bit about him. In fact, he's an internationally recognized security thought leader who leads a team of cybersecurity's most trusted experts. He's the CEO and founder of Onshore Security. The Chicago headquartered managed security firm is relied upon by top tier organizations across a variety of highly regulated and information sensitive sectors, including financial services, healthcare, government, global construction, and manufacturing. Stell is a member of Chicago Archangels and is an investor in a number of early stage tech companies. He currently sits on the board of several leading nonprofits, including the ACLU of Illinois, where he advises on digital privacy. Stell is also an active alumnus of the University of Chicago. Fast-growing industry leader Onshore Security was founded in 1991 as an extension of Stell's personal passion for keeping organizations secure as they work towards their most ambitious goals amidst the dynamic backdrop of today's increasingly dangerous and complex digital world. And Stell, I gotta say, I love your tagline that I saw on LinkedIn because mm -hmm. security gives us freedom. So <laughs> thank you so much for being with us today. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, well, and this is a very important topic. I think uh, security is something we take for granted until we don't have it anymore. So, and on social media, we all kind of bounce over there like it's a playground and it can be a dangerous place to be. It goes beyond just posting pictures of family and friends and company updates. So I think this is gonna be a fascinating conversation. So let's just dive right in. When we talk about privacy and social media, how can we use social media safely? Well, remember, we're talking about privacy primarily. So, uh, you know, safe is, a, a, um, you know, let's say a relative term. Uh, there's, you know, people who, you know, for whom privacy matters a whole lot and for people who, for whom privacy doesn't matter a whole lot, uh, both in terms of how they feel, but also in terms of what kind of impact it could have on them, let's say financially, you know, other ways. So uh, how do we, we break it down a little bit? That'd be Tell great. About, yeah, if you could. Yeah, because I think, it's kind of a really big world. So if you could break it down, that'd be great. Yeah. So um, let's say you care a lot about just personally, you know, what people know about you or, you know, what people um, can find out about you. Um, uh, you know, well, now there's a, immediately, there's a big concern. Anything you put out there um, publicly is available we, uh, to anybody. We call that OSINT, open source intelligence. And, mm -hmm. and OSINT is a big part of, uh, a number of functions, not just people in cybersecurity space, people in, let's say, media, advertising, whatever. They all leverage OSINT. Now, there are also companies that pay for access to information that isn't readily available publicly, but you've made it available in one way or another. Sometimes that's uh, something that's, let's say, you know, through a service, mm -hmm. like, a, you know, Facebook, something like that, uh, or in an e-commerce platform. You know, like Amazon, if you're an e-commerce provider and you're riding the Amazon platform selling goods, uh, there's Intel that Amazon makes available to you that lets you target buyers, things like that. Um, um, so those aren't technically OSINT, but it's amazing how much information can really get in the wild once the providers that consume that information now 
produce what they're producing with it, what their, their, you know, their functions. Uh, and so uh, when you piece it all together, it can be pretty powerful. Uh, now we're stepping into the next level of harm. And that's things like identity fraud, for instance, mm-hmm. or, or phishing or whaling, which are the you know, coin flip of the same thing, um, uh, um, you know, going after a target uh, with some kind of you know, fraud, social engineering maneuver. Uh, and that information is very valuable to people like that. Uh, I'll also step a bit into uh, an area where people kind of, let's say, uh, are more neglectful or at least just don't realize there's some cost. Uh, and that is um, the image that you have online. Uh, you know, more and more employers are getting wise to uh, leveraging the use of uh, OSINT to understand uh, uh, somebody's character or inclinations or whatnot. Uh, mm. You know, maybe the most obvious cases were the, you know, the, the cap- uh, capital rights on January 6th, where, um, you know, people's social media posts, uh, uh, in some cases, were the reason they were implicated. Uh, so, um, so, yeah, so, you know, you, you know anything you, you put out there uh, can come back to you, can affect your career, can affect your privacy, can affect your pocketbook, can affect your shareholders, can affect your oh government God. and your politics, and frankly, can affect your mind too if they really get manipulated. We've seen examples of that. I hope you've seen The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Um, a little bit extreme in some ways, uh, but definitely not uh, unrealistic. Yeah, I would agree. And I think uh, if people really get in touch with their emotions and they think about how they go on this roller coaster with social media all day long, it can be frightening. So um, yes, you really have to have uh, a sense of presence. And and I really think ownership and you went into reputation. I mean, oh, there's so many different things beyond the the data that you share. And um, it's, it's like we have this digital persona that's following us around everywhere we go and we created it and then everybody added to it as we went along but wow so how does this digital persona that we've got out there that's kind of projected that we can't even see uh, bleed into your digital business life and does it create an entrance for cyber criminals can they go and find what people are doing and get in that door oh yeah yeah i mean it's 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 a it's just one of many tools. So, um, you know, you know, if you think about, um, you know, what does it take to build, you know, whatever, I don't know, a car, a house, whatnot, it doesn't take mm-hmm. one tool, you know, and, uh, and if you're crippled in some way, you're going to slow down. Uh, it's the same for the criminal. They're going to look for many angles and yeah. The, yeah. So it alone, OSINT alone, your profile, your information that you put out there on social media or other people put on your behalf, whatever mm-hmm. is out there is not alone going to magically make a cyber criminal jump into your chair and enact a fraudulent wire transfer or something like that. But it might just be enough for them to pretend there's somebody in your organization or, um, you know, of course, pretend you're you uh, to somebody maybe lower level unsuspecting and get a little more information and then move up the chain and talk to somebody else. I mean, if, if somebody wants to target you, um, that little bit of information can multiply. Now, if they're not targeting you, if they're doing something more, you know, widespread, let's say they, they'll be lazier, but don't think it is invaluable. The, uh, the criminals will harvest this information and use it in things like phishing emails, whatnot. And, you know, granted, it's not necessarily a, a clear, easy target for them, but you'd be surprised. Uh, you know, they take a hundred or a thousand shots and one or two of them happen to be soft. Mm-hmm. They get in and they'll do a number of a number of things, identity theft, wire transfer fraud, uh, get you to install software, 
so that then there's ransomware. I mean, it's just the list goes on. It really is part of that, you know, very, very valuable exposure. Um, wow. We talk about in cyber, um, you know, cybersecurity. Wow. There's a lot there. So for phishing emails, I think I know what they are, but could you just explain it for our audience? How do those work? So, uh, yeah, the word phishing does refer to phishing as in catching fish, but yeah. it's spelled with a PH, which mm -hmm. uh, um, in case your audience isn't a kind of a tacky audience, um, the, the internet world likes to make, you know, uh, you know, funny versions, uh, alternate versions of, of uh, existing words in mm -hmm. order to both relate them and distinguish them. So mm -hmm. uh, fishing with a PH means trying to catch somebody with bait. Uh, and uh, when it's a phishing email, you're, you're catching somebody with bait via email. Uh, and um, uh, and uh, the, the difference between phishing and whaling is that phishing tends to be more blanket and let's see who I get, more like throwing a net versus mm -hmm. whaling, which is um, throwing you know, a, a spear. Well, actually there's a term called spear phishing as well, which is the same okay. thing, but whaling means spear phishing, but to a big target, let's say a CEO Whoa. or something like that. Yeah, sorry, I hope that that was clear. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I just, I, and you you just took it to another level. I didn't even understand, know that you could do spear phishing or that it happened. And so I do know that people have their accounts stolen. And the, the worst experience I had was I lost my Facebook business account. And then my tip for people is make sure you have more than one admin so you can get it back. But I know on Twitter, usually there's one admin and, and those can be taken. So, uh, and then it's really hard to get back. It seems like these social media platforms are, are not very responsive. Maybe they are if you're a giant company, but what can you do if your account is stolen? How do you get it back or can you? Uh, yeah. Well, you, you, you can, and they, uh, um, I think they get it. I don't think they're necessarily trying to make things difficult, but uh, it's more just that their business model has that flaw. Uh, they're okay. heavily automated, self-service, and, mm -hmm. and they're, just, they're just not gonna have a lot of support. That said, I, I don't have any, special tips for getting around that. Um, in fact, I've known people who uh, appeal to somebody they know just works in an organization <laughs> or something just to, you know, that had nothing to do with support and just please help. Um, so I do think it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a problem, but just the normal channels, um, you know, I, I don't know what else to keep trying. I've never heard of anybody having to like litigate that, but I bet that's happened too. Yeah. I, I, you never know. So, um, how, how, can, how can your behavior lead across social media lead to phishing at your company? Are th there things that employees can do to um, keep their company more safe? Well, uh, you're, you're actually um, bringing up the, uh, an important point about controls in an organization that okay. um, you know, are you know, often neglected um, because we, we consider social media a, a, you know, a, a non-company activity, right? You know, you tell, you don't tell somebody, please use Facebook, please don't use Facebook. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, 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 you know, you, we think that's, that's, you know, like use or don't use a phone or live here, don't live here. But the truth of the matter is it does matter to the organization. And I do believe companies do have uh, um, some right to give instructions to their employees about behavior that is expected off duty. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't include social media. Um, now, you know, without getting into the whole debate about granularly, you know, what, what can be done there, but I think it's absolutely legitimate for controls, policies, uh, and, and maybe even checks and audits to be put in place to review uh, what employees are doing on, on social media, certainly when hiring people too, of course. Oh, for sure, um, yeah. And things like, th things like don't misrepresent the company, mm -hmm. uh, don't break the law, uh, um, you know, don't, um, 
uh, disparage anybody in some way or express, you know, desire for harm. I mean, the things, I mean, things that it, it, to a good extent are already illegal for one thing, right. but, um, but that, but that, that to point out to those employees that you can't help it, but you always represent the company. Now, remember there's a, there's a platform called LinkedIn too, which is also social media right. that were, uh, is more business oriented and people tout their title and place of employment. Um, uh, so there's a much more direct connection, but even on Facebook, that's often mm-hmm. listed. And it's not like people can't find that other ways. So you, you do represent your company and you do have a responsibility to behave well. Now, here's how that can be abused. Uh, it, you know, it, if I were a criminal, I'd and I wanted to try to uh, get some malware installed in an organization or, or, you know, get some kind of access or, or trick somebody into sending a wire transfer. Things, these are all fairly common, sadly. Wow. Uh, uh, I, you know, I, I would pretend to be somebody or I would, mm-hmm. would express some existing knowledge. I, I mean, maybe, maybe something that's, that's most familiar to people are things like, um, you know, oh, I call you and I pretend I'm your bank and, oh, I need to confirm that you, you know, give me your PIN number now so I can, you know, confirm this or something like that. Well, if, you know, if they called you, of course, that's already suspicious, but imagine okay. now if they're armed with a little bit of information about you, mm-hmm. they're armed with a spouse name, they're armed with an address, a zip code, they're armed with, you know, now can they capture something like account number? Maybe that's information they got somewhere else. And that's not something you usually get from, from social media, but they might be able to get what bank you're with, for instance, because maybe you liked something or posted something. I mean, it gets, it, 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 if you did this for a living, imagine how good you would get at guarding that information and putting two and two together and then walking in the door, so to speak, armed with a good amount of knowledge such that you can fool somebody that you're some kind mm-hmm. of authority or you're somebody um, you know, that, that they know that they, that, you know, what you're not. Uh, and then trick them into a number of different behaviors. So, yeah, it's, yeah. and there's some, there's some great YouTube clips, by the way, of, of people who have thwarted those, those uh, fishers. It, they're fun. Uh, I, 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 you know, I don't want to make light of it, but it's, um, it's, well, yeah, it's something you need to be aware of. And I'll give a quick story. I had a company contact me and they saw that I was a photographer. So they, um, offered me a job at GoPro. And I was very excited because I get to, to shoot. I, I love nature. So they sent me this questionnaire. Can you please answer these questions? I spent a lot of time on it. And, uh, and the, they had the right name of the person from the company, but this was like uh, another person, you know, it was like an yeah. assistant or something. So I went ahead and I filled it out. And then they said, great, you're hired. They gave me a good salary. And they said, here's all you need to do you need to send us your bank number so that we can charge for this equipment. And here's everything you're going to get. And I was like, stop right there, stop right there. And I I was just really, first of all, I was really embarrassed. (laughs) I had gone so far, but it sounded so exciting because I love photography. How cool would it be to work for GoPro? And they're going to pay me so much. And then what they really wanted was my bank account number. So uh, that was just a real surprise to me. And I've talked to other people who've said, and you wouldn't think this, I didn't think that in the recruiting industry, there's a lot of, of this kind of activity where companies, companies, not really, but, you yeah. know, uh, people who yeah. are. Rep- in, well, they're often cases, they're companies, actually, they're just criminal. But yes. Yeah, exactly. Criminals yeah, yeah. representing the company. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's, it's kind of, um, you have to be on your guard, I guess, is what, what I'm trying to say here. And uh yeah. Looking at your quote from Industry Week, I think it was this month, you said, you know, um, 
what worries me is that cybercrime is possibly now getting big enough. And you said you ain't seen nothing yet. And I know here in Charlotte, our, a whole community college was taken down like to the ground. And then they had to build right back up to get in business. And it's, I just want to underscore for everyone who's listening. If you think this is light talk, it is serious business. So um, let's talk about some cybersecurity do's and don'ts for social media. Well, absolutely. Um, you know, don't put up information that is um, uh, not just like private. You care about it. You don't want people to know about it, but in information that could tie you to any kind of, uh, let's say, service access or financial or um you know, you know, and, you know, and I get it. People are going to put things like what school they went to and things like that. And it's, it's hard to, to, to exclude that, but, but things like that can help identify you. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know, try to avoid identifying information. Um, be very careful who you're friends with. A lot of people create fake accounts. Don't just accept them. Um, uh, usually it gets pretty clear whether something's fake or not, but right. you know, they're getting smarter and this is, a little bit what I mean by you ain't seen nothing yet. I mean, right now they're, they're kind of, there were a lot of easy prey out there for the criminals. And, and mm-hmm. uh, once that easy prey is gone, uh, they're going to get, um, you know, start using more sophisticated tactics. Um, but um, then also uh, uh, it's very important to make sure that you are, um, you know, you know, turning off accounts you don't use, make it very important to be uh, changing passwords. I, Strongly recommend the use of a, of a password manager. There are a number of really good ones out there. I, I won't give a commercial, um, but, but they're all good, really. Look at their look at their pricing model and whatnot. They're all really good. Um, that helps makes it easier for you to change passwords. It makes it easier to have different passwords for different ones in case your password gets fished or one of these services, by the way, themselves gets hacked and their passwords get pulled in. Um, if you could turn an MFA, I don't know if you know what MFA is, multi-factor authentication, where oh, yeah. you know there's a uh, you know, pop-up comes up or you go to an app on your phone or you use a, a hardware key so that it's harder than for somebody to use your password if, if they get it. That, you know, not all services uh, use it. And sometimes it's it's not, you know, convenient. In some cases, it's disabled for certain reasons. You know, I, I could give examples. But wherever you can deploy that, you know, even with personal accounts like social media, um, you know, and, you know, because they could do damage if they're in there, if, if they do get it. We didn't talk about that so much. We talked more about just the information that they're getting. Um, now, also instruct your children and other people around you, people mm-hmm. very close to you. Um, correct people when you see them doing kind of bad behavior, putting things out that might be identifying information, whatnot. Uh, one that people uh, uh, understand clearly are things like, don't tell everybody you're going on a vacation. Tell them yeah, about that, it afterwards, you perhaps, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah, because people yeah. could uh, just, they know you're gone. So Yeah, yeah. And these are all kind of lightweight things, admittedly. Like yep. these aren't themselves, aren't just like mm-hmm. ooh, gigantic exposure, but they're all breadcrumbs. Right. This is that the criminals will pick up. Uh, so just do what you can. And I'm not telling people don't get on social media because it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, be, be really, be wary. Realize there are criminals out there you know, think about if you're in a, you know, in a public room and you're just yelling out all these things, think about, you know, what you'd say. And let's not ignore the whole reputational side of things, both for your career and your employer and your community. You know, um, I, I actually think that's just as valuable, even though those aren't as uh, directly related to, uh, to crime and, you know, safety, uh, they do matter a lot too. So it really should be part of the, the conversation. So when you say reputation, could you tell us a little bit more about what you mean by that? 
Well, if you're saying terrible things about people, let's say, okay. or something like that, or you're just behaving badly, if you're being a jerk, um, you know, that maybe, maybe that's your style or maybe that you're thinking yeah. you're accomplishing something with that. But think twice because you're affecting other people. Again, your family, your community, mm -hmm. your employer, your, your, uh, um, our country, frankly. Uh, you know, we, we, you know, we really want to uh, be civil. Um, I think there's absolutely more than adequate ways to have a powerful discussion about things mm -hmm. that are passionate to us without behaving badly, without disparaging somebody, without you know, being mean or, or, mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, just, or certainly uh, you know, uh, um, without expressing any kind of like threat or violence that, that probably is, then that rises to the level of criminal. So, so, you know, that of course uh, would be the, the number one thing to make sure, you know, you're, you know, uh, um, uh, you know, calling people out on. Right. Yeah. I, I really agree with that. And people say, well, I could take down the post. Just don't put it up to begin with, you know, yeah, um, yeah. my goal is to light up people's social media. And I tell people, share your best side. You know, you can talk about things that how to fix things or whatever you want, but yeah, it's uh, you want to show your best side that you can on social media. So um, we, we've talked about a lot and I guess I would like to ask you a little bit about what does your company do and how do you, help protect our freedom that comes with security? Well, uh, the, the reason why we, um, we say that because security gives us freedom is because um, uh, it's important to know why you're doing things. Mm -hmm. It's important to, um, uh, you know, certainly to, um, you, know, to, you know, to be driven whatnot, um, but because it, it uh, you know, it uh, just shines a light on, on all of your activity. If you, if you, always have this understanding of why it is we're going about um, the day-to-day. -day. And in our case, um, you know, we're kind of, think of us as enablers, as, um, uh, and I'd say this about technologists in general, we have this, I don't know, um, I mean, our, our passion for technology isn't just that it's cool, it's that it's cool because it empowers people, it allows people to really you know, do new things, do things better, uh, be happier, communicate with one another, et cetera. Social media is an awesome example of that, right? Look how awesome right. that is, mm -hmm. that the whole world is connected and we can, you know, talk to anybody and be a community uh, of all sorts. I consider them the overlap of communities. And um, in business, what, what that um, freedom uh, results in is innovation and moving fast and you know, especially in, 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 uh, in businesses who are just starting out, think about how empowering it is to just click a button and start a business. You know, you hear now you've got email, now you've got a website, mm -hmm. uh, now you've got licenses, now, you, I mean, everything, banking, you know, et cetera. It's just, it's so much easier to get started and to do things and to try. Now, those only work if they're not broken, if they're not hacked, if they're not dangerous. Mm -hmm. And so how do we have these nice things is because there's somebody out there that's, that's protecting us. And we, we, you know, thought of that in terms of kind of law enforcement, let's say in the past, but no, it's, it's a lot about like locks and keys and good behavior. I wish there were no criminals. Yeah. Don't we but, all? Um, yeah, <laughs> of course. I, you know, and this is age old. I mean, they're, they're, these guys are the pirates of today. Yep. You know, the story about the British and the Spanish and the pirates and whatever is yeah. uh, strangely parallel uh, to this, what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and so what do we do? Um, well, let's, let's do our best to create some good safe lanes and, um, and help people so that they're not afraid mm -hmm. to do things online. 
uh, so that they're not afraid to build businesses, so that they're not afraid to innovate and try out new functions, applications, services, um, you know, the whole digital transformation moving to the cloud. I, I, imagine how, how scary that was at the beginning. Oh, I don't know, you know, who they are and my data is going to be there, who has access to it. They're right to be afraid of those things. Mm-hmm. So how do we give them back that freedom, that sense mm-hmm. of freedom, that true freedom? And that's by giving them security. So uh, Entrex Security is one of many companies who, who do this. We have a certain uh, focus. There's uh, the world of cybersecurity is, is pretty wide. Mm-hmm. Our focus is detection. Uh, we're kind of like, you know, the, um, you know, the cops at the monitors kind of thing, or mm-hmm. the, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the, the auditor, the regulator reviewing, you know, the, the bank data afterwards to uh, identify cases of fraud, whatnot. Our work is mostly boring. Uh, I, I think it's more like accounting than it is like firefighting. People like to think it's all firefighting. There's definitely some firefighting, but um, far, far more is reviewing data all day, every day. Data that's garnered from uh, customers' networks. We're mapping mm-hmm. that against threat intelligence. We're, Matt, we call that correlating, where we're taking multiple disparate pieces of data and relating them. Uh, and uh, now this, this all results in, uh, let's call it like a model for their networks that we start to understand. Now it's a changing model, but that that you know that dynamic model we can still um, uh, you know understand it well enough where we can see when it's moving in a direction that doesn't seem right, and so we investigate and we find you know, threat actors trying to get in, or in some cases are already in and working their way in. Uh, in the in the uh, business world, um, uh, uh, the attacks that have gone on. In fact, some of the big ones that got a lot of attention. Um, they've been going on for a while, but they hadn't triggered yet because the threat actor, the criminal, is working on their way and trying to quietly get into the right places, the best places, identify where the, the crown jewels are, so to speak, that's a term, or that where there are you know, other access, or by the way, to launch to other organizations, their, their high value target may be elsewhere, like in the, the case of the big solar winds attack, which is pretty much what I'm referring to when I say you ain't seen nothing yet. So that's wow. what I mean by security gives us freedom more. We're really talking about businesses. Mm-hmm. I don't want, I, I don't want you to slow down. I don't want you to stop innovating. I don't want you to, to, you know, think twice about, um, you know, you want to try you know, something new. I just want you to do it with cybersecurity right there next to you. Wow. It's such a great mission and so important and it's ever evolving. And I'm sure these cyber criminals are thinking of new ways to thwart everyone's efforts. So we need somebody there to really keep ahead of the game. And uh, so thank you so much. And, and Stella, I ask everyone, what's your word of the day? Hmm. Today, I'm going to say brightness. Brightness. Ooh. Yeah. Today, I want to see a lot of that. I love it. I'm going to be outside. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think you said you're going to go outside and sail. So yeah, yeah. you'll see a lot of brightness for sure. And uh, you do add a lot of brightness to your clients' projects and their business. You help them keep going. That's all very exciting. And what an empowering mission for you and for the people you work with. So I want to thank you so much for your time today. It was wonderful. I feel like I'm so much better informed. I learned so many terms that I didn't know about. <laughs> And uh, for anyone who is interested in checking out what out your company and what you do, how can they find you online? 
onshore.com, O-N-S-H-O-R-E. There you go. All right. Well, thanks again, Stell. And thank you all for listening. Once again, if you want to hear more of these interviews, please look up Growing Social Now wherever you listen to podcasts online. Thanks. And we'll see you next time. Welcome.